Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, I'm Jen Royal, and you're listening to The Jake Brown Show. Welcome to The Jake Brown Show, radio.com, iTunes, Spotify, The Stretch Run, the final two weeks. And we'll keep you posted where we're going next at Jake Brown Radio, at Jake Brown Show on Twitter. Joining us now is the beautiful, the lovely Jen Royal, um, Chef Curry with the Pot. Chef Jen, uh, she's got her new restaurant opening this summer called Table in Boston for all the Bostonians out there. Uh, make sure you check it out. Jen, appreciate you coming on. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me, Jake. Of course. Glad to have you. Um, I know you're enjoying the sunshine in, in Florida, but getting bored. But I, I would much yeah. rather be in Florida than yep. the snowstorm that's about to hit us tomorrow. I know. I heard there's another one. I'm here for um, almost six weeks, which is quite amazing. Um, I'm not religious by any means, but hashtag blessed that I can take the time <laughs> off and get down here and kind of avoid all that um, cold bullshit back home. So um, I am. I'm getting super antsy because the restaurant's open and I just have a lot of things going on in my brain. And uh, the people here are a little on the weird side. And um I just can't purchase any more clothes and, and stuff, and I can't stop eating, and it's just it's starting to become um, really a problem. I, I have to go home, <laughs> oh, but I have like I have like twenty more days. How strange! Are, like, what is, what is the crowd in Naples? Isn't it just like bingo hours? Just senior citizens? Um, everybody is super old. Mm-hmm. Um, but truth be told, I am a closet old lady at heart. Um, I just love going to bed at like seven. 30 it's crazy i'm actually um going to dinner at five o'clock because that's the normal thing to do is people eat really early here but i get up at like 5 36 and you know i like getting up early and going out with my dogs and taking a walk and drinking coffee outside and um getting a little exercise so you know i i I fill my days and i don't know i I just i'm I'm an old lady at heart i like to eat early and go to bed early so you go to bed 7 30 jen in boston like when you're in boston there's so (laughs) much to do you you're not going to bed when uh jeb or wheel of fortune is at 7 30 when we have in the winter i definitely do because it's it's my slow season for my business Hmm. Um, but then in the summer, no, I'm definitely out and about in the summer. Okay. Um, but in the winter, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in bed, like crawled under the covers with the fireplace on it, you know, at at least by eight o'clock at the, at the earliest. And and likely taking an Instagram picture with your dog, who I know has (laughs) taken over your Instagram, who you love. Oh my God. You know what? If I didn't have bulldogs, I don't think I would do it, but you know, my little Polly is just, honest to god people stop me and you know is she real i'm like no she's fucking fake what do you mean i mean she's like she's beautiful she's just the most beautiful mini bulldog i've ever seen and she's so funny um and then my truman i've had since he was you know seven weeks old and he's now going to be seven years old next month so um they're just they're my kids i don't ever want to have children i've never dreamed of having kids um i don't ever want to be married i don't believe in marriage so I'm just going to, 
you know, collect as many bulldogs as I can. <laughs> so you have, oh, there's two. All right. So I do see on Instagram there are two. Yeah, there's two. Um, Evan and Polly. Is it you or a dog? So you're winning either picture. If you get you, great. If it's a dog, great, because everyone loves dogs <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. I mean, even people who hate me are like, you know, I don't even want to want to follow you, even though I fucking hate you, because I just want to see your dogs. Um, um, and then when I left Baltimore, um, there were a couple people who despised me, and they were like, the, you know, the worst part about Jen Royal leaving is that we can't watch Truman grow up. So I started a um, Twitter account for Truman so all the assholes could, could watch him uh, grow. So, Jen, um, you became one account. of those, Jen, who, who made the account for their, for their animal. You're one of those people. That make, Yeah, well, I did it as a joke. <laughs> Because people were like, you know, we hate you, but we love Truman. And I was like, well, here you go. So I started a Twitter account for Truman. What is all this hate um, coming from? You seem like a lovely lady. What's I don't get the hate. Oh, I'm this honest to God. Well, there's two sides of me. Um, if you're my friend, I am honest, like the best friend you'll ever have. I'm so kind to strangers. Every time I go food shopping or buy coffee, if I'm getting coffee at the supermarket, I always pay for the guy behind me and he doesn't know about it. Um I love elderly. I give out random hugs to old men. Um, my friends can um, attest to this. It's kind of embarrassing. I like to go up to people and say, excuse me, can I give you a hug? It's really weird. Um, I've never, like, you know, insulted a stranger or hurt somebody's feelings. Even when I was a, uh, a reporter at Yankee Stadium, like, literally my best friends in the stadium were the lunch ladies and the guy who... You know, ran the elevator. I would always run out in like the fifth inning and give him a water. I felt so bad he was stuck in the elevator. And, you know, the guy who picks up my trash, I'd always say, no, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it later. I just have such a special place in my heart for people who, you know, bust their ass and, you know, don't really have a lot to show for it. Now, if you talk shit about me, uh oh, here we come. <laughs> then we have a fucking problem. So there is. Or if you talk shit about any of my friends. So then there's that whole other side of me. So you can kind of pick and choose what what side you want to be on. I'm not trying to sound tough and, you know, and say, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm not warning people, but I just, I, I don't know why anybody would want to fuck with me because it's just, it doesn't end well. And I, let me tell you, I'm not even that proud of that side of me, but it's just, I, I can't help it. I just, I'm relentless and ruthless and um if you're a female i will rip your vagina out in any way i can and i guess you could lead me into the next subject since you brought it up um, you uh you and our the good old the good old brit mchenry uh have, have had Christ. quite the quite the twitter war she's now she's a she's a she's a psycho like, yeah. don't you all think something's wrong with her well, she is apparently called the police on you for harassing her on Twitter or something. <laughs> is is this true? I I have no idea. Nobody called me. Um, apparently, Officer Hernandez. Um, I don't know. She threatened to play a voicemail. Fucking play it. Go ahead. Make yourself look bad. Like who calls the police on somebody unless they've tried to stab you? rape you, kill you, or, or, you know, or I don't, beat the shit or rob you. Who mm -hmm. calls the police on somebody? Like, you're proud of this? I mean, she is the perfect example of somebody who pokes the bear over and over and over 
and then plays total victim when the bear bites her. Right? Yeah, I mean, and you guys were, I mean, they were trying to set up a fight with Barstool, 10K guaranteed each fighter, uh, which could go to charity, go in your pocket, however you want to use it, and she turned it down. I will match every penny that I raise up to $25,000 if she gets in the ring with me. I don't even care if I win or lose. Don't even care. I will pay up to $25,000 of my own money to punch her in the face one time for charity. Maybe that's why she called the cops. Maybe she thought that it was, I don't know. I don't know. I'm at a loss for words. But even if she did, who the fuck admits that? (laughs) <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, she's she's blocked you on Twitter for a while, and uh, right, I just blocked her two weeks ago. Like literally, just, I hadn't blocked her until two weeks ago because she's so repulsive. I can't even. I don't want. God, I'm afraid someone's going to retweet something that she wrote, and I have to look at it. I, she literally makes my stomach turn. It, she's one of the nastiest human beings I have ever. Uh, you know, and the other thing too, and then we'll drop it. I can't believe how many people people in journalism have texted me or direct messaged me and said, we are all laughing our fucking asses off in the press box right now. Like, get her. Like, go Jen. Get her. She is disgusting. I don't know how anybody treats people the way that she does and thinks that that's okay. And she, I, I she tweeted... She tweets, scorecard would need a hell of a lot more opposing talent, fame, and relevancy for me to consider. Come on, fellas, a little respect here, just a little. Okay, so let me ask. So if I go, if I berate somebody in public, will that make me more relevant and famous? (laughs) Because at this point, that's all she's known for. Yeah, she's made the complete switch to, like, politics now, and she's this huge Trump supporter. It's the worst. I read about her, so she's most notable for her toe sock incident. How the fuck do you live with yourself? I I don't know. I mean, she, she just wants to talk about how... How can you insult an appearance, blah, 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 yet that's exactly what she did with the tow truck incident, made fun of the lady's teeth or whatever it was. And, and She calls me Slider Queen. I don't she, understand that. She tweets out and says, does anybody know where I can get a good slider? And then she tweets and says stuff like, oh, I'm going to get sliders after my Fox News hit. Oh, hey, when she says that, oh, Fox News hit. Then she tweets and says she wants no association with me. They keep my fucking name and my career out of your mouth if you want nothing to do with me then shut the fuck up and i don't understand it's very, very simple why slider Everybody queen is such an insult about me. yeah i mean i don't get slider queen's like a first grade kind of insult there i don't even are, consider it an insult honest to god like really there are michelin starred chefs and James Beard award-winning chefs in Boston who make sliders. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Like, she's not even good at insulting people, and we have now wasted way too much time talking about that fucking disgusting human. Oh, I, I know you were you wanted to unleash and, and let out your Boston uh, profanity, um, <laughs> so I'm glad you did. Uh, but, yeah, she is the worst, and uh, it seems like she's not – I don't know what she's doing for work. She does these hits on these channels. I don't, I don't think she's know. getting paid a penny for that. Know. Who knows? I don't uh, even care what she does. I really don't. I don't look. I don't care what she does. But, 
We just we need to get yeah. it in the ring for charity, but she's not going to stick up and do it. That's what we want. We yeah, want you, you to knock her off. You don't have a full-time but... job, but you, but you talk about me making sliders. I'm opening a fucking restaurant in five months. Really? Yeah, I mean, I love sliders, so you can be slider queen for, for me all you want. I'll, I'll eat up the sliders. I don't care. I, I love a good slider. So, oh, uh, God, it's so ridiculous. Like, so ridiculous. Yeah, it's more the opposite of it. And so what, what made you make the switch, Jen? We'll, we'll switch off uh, yeah. uh, from reporting uh, to being a chef and opening a restaurant. Um, well, it's kind of a crazy story. I was with the New York Yankees for like seven seasons, seven or eight seasons. Um, I was a national reporter for um, MLB Radio, which was awesome because when the Yankees are home, the Mets are away. When the Mets are home, the Yankees are away. So when I lived in New York, um, I really was never without a baseball game. I could either go to City Field or Shea Stadium um, or Yankee Stadium. So it was um, really awesome, especially my last year in New York, because they had the All-Star Game in 2008 at the old Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. And then I was there in 2009 when the new stadium opened. Um, and then they won the World Series. So it was really amazing. And I got to see that Yankee clubhouse, you know, change because they brought in A.J. Burnett and C.C. Sabathia and Nick Swisher. And really, they just, they had, you know, Phil Hughes and Jabba Chamberlain and all this incredible young talent. And it was such a fun fun year to cover the Yankees. Um, and then I went to Baltimore because I was offered a job with CBS Radio and Masson, which is the Mid-Atlantic Sports Network. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanted to get a little bit of football experience, and I was so excited about covering the Ravens. The Baltimore Orioles were tough because I had just come off, you know, a stadium closing, a legendary stadium closing, a new one opening with uh, a World Series championship. And now I'm at Camden Yard with Dave Trumbull mm-hmm. <laughs> as the manager, and they couldn't do anything right. Just no sense of urgency, you know, 5,000 people showing up at baseball games, sweating your ass off at work. No one gave a fuck about anything. It was just so weird. Um, and so they moved me to Ravens pretty quick, and that was probably one of the best experiences, probably, of my sports career, um, aside from the you know, last couple of years in New York with the Yankees. Um, and then I had just, I hated Baltimore. I just did not like it at all. I honestly felt like I was wasting away. You know, it's really hard to go from New York City to Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have a lot of friends. I mean, I was making great friends, but it just, it just wasn't the same. And I don't know. So I went home, I went to Boston. Um, my nephew had just been born, and I just felt like it was time to go home and be with Frankie, and my dad had passed away in 2006, so it just felt like the right thing to do at that point, um, and I went home, and I, you know what, i got to be honest, it was hard to get a job, because everybody was under contract, mm-hmm. and I'm not a studio person, so, you know, I went to Comcast, and I you know met with Channel 7, and that's just not what I do, I'm super opinionated, and, you know, I I don't really have that experience in a studio, so... I went on WEEI, and they started me off um, filling in on some shows, and then I ended up getting my own show in Boston, which was fucking awesome. Um, That was great. And then I left to go to the Boston Herald, which was um, one of our big newspapers. And then after being at the Herald, the Red Sox won the World Series in 2013, and I was standing on the field, and David Ortiz was trying to attack me with champagne, and I thought to myself, get me the fuck out of here. I had literally just had enough i wasn't excited i didn't care i was bored i 
I just was not happy. And I said, well, when you feel this way, when your hometown team wins the World Series, maybe it's because I had already seen them win in, you know, 04 and 07, I just felt like it was time for a change. So I auditioned for this crazy cooking show that came to Boston. And um, I was like, they're never going to pick me. There's no way. There were thousands of people there. And they picked me to move on to the next round. So I moved on to the next round, and then I moved on to the next round, and then the next round, and then the next round. And after, like, seven or eight rounds, I just said, cut the shit. What's going on here? And they just said, you need to just clear your schedule. Like, you'll, you'll probably be going out to L.A. So I flew out to L.A., and I was on The Taste, which is a big cooking show on ABC with Anthony Bourdain. And I said to myself, if I get eliminated episode one, I'm probably going to commit suicide. I'm going to be so mortified. But if I make it to episode three, then I think I'm the winner um, in my own mind. And mm. I made it to the end. I went to the finale. So I don't know if you saw any of those shenanigans, but um, that was fun. So then I came back to Boston, and the Boston Herald was like, what the fuck was that? I said, I know. I don't understand. I knew I knew how to cook. I didn't think I knew how to cook that well or under pressure so i went to culinary school and then i started working for mario batali and i learned a ton working at his restaurant and then i started doing some private dinners in boston and it just kind of blew up from there i started going into people's homes and making dinners and doing big parties you know for 20 people 25 people 30 people and before i knew it i was doing 75 i was doing 100 and now I can do really up to 250 people um, as long as there's a kitchen there and I can cook on site. So I'm not a caterer. We don't cater. We don't drop food off and say, good luck, hope you like it, on, you know, plastic plates. We do a ton of events, and we show up with all the food that's not cooked, and we cook in your kitchen. And it's so amazing. And then um, I'm opening my first spot in the end of probably around August 1st, maybe September 1st, um, in the north end of Boston this year. That is Crazy a, story. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting transition. So really, that sh the taste kind of inspired you to make the switch, yes. and once that happened, it, it was history. it helped me, but it inspired me, yes. And then I did Beat Bobby Flay on the Food Network, mm -hmm. which was so fun. So me and all my girlfriends went to New York City, um, and we stayed for a couple of days, and they were all at the taping, and it was just, it was a hoot. It was so fun. And I think I'd probably have another show with me. I'd probably do one more. I just have so much going on right now. I just, um, I don't think that I could take on anything that requires any pressure at this point. Hey, and it's a more low-key lifestyle. You're, you're not, you don't have to worry about being in front of the camera and all that. Oh, uh, and so you do what you I love. Mean, well, yeah, but you could also fuck up somebody's wedding. <laughs> so there definitely is a lot of pressure. You could screw up somebody's rehearsal dinner. So, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's definitely stressful, but... I cannot believe I haven't screwed up yet. I really can't believe it. What? I have never had anybody give me one complaint about anything I've cooked. And I'm literally a million dollars later in sales and got hundreds of families. And I am just shocked I haven't blown up anybody's kitchen yet or oh. really pissed anybody off. But it's worked out well. What, what are a few of the best things, Jen, that you, that you make? Well, my signature everything is is Italian, but mm. I have found a knack for putting together some really beautiful platters. I know that sounds super corny, but like meats and cheeses, and um, I'm obsessed right now with soups, like roasted mm. tomato, ginger, basil soup. Um, I'm 
my, my main thing is things that are mini because nowadays people don't want to have a whole meal. So I can look at something and say, how can I make that super small and then feed 75 people with like six or seven like mini bites. Um, and that's where I came up with the slider concept. And it's not even a slider. It's like almost the size of a half dollar. It's like really small. And so you can like, it's like a two biter. We can do like meatballs and like little mini chicken parmesan. Like I can make a little mini chicken parmesan the size of like a half dollar or a quarter. That That is like food porn to my ears right Yeah, there, I mean. and it has like a little mini fork in it. You just like pop it in your mouth. Um, I just, I make all these fun little things and you know the majority of my clients now are repeat customers but i mean we did the christmas party for golf like golf as in oil um this year and we have like you know two of our biggest car dealerships in boston it's herb chambers and ernie bach i've done both of them and you know we had a new tea station open in boston and government center like literally the fucking tea and i did a breakfast for 750 people getting off the tea with the mayor and uh the governor and it was just it was so amazing um i have timberland i have coach i have so many awesome corporate clients and i won't even mention the law firms and the financial institutions but i mean it's really been pretty amazing it's, it's really taken off and no one's ever said i saw you on tv which is even makes me feel even more better about what I do. And it's so gratifying. Like, I used to think that I hated other people, and I'm, like, hugging them as I walk out the door. <laughs> and I always said, if I'm not hugging you, then I did something wrong, you know, because it's, it's so personal. I mean, I go through your cabinets. I go through your refrigerator. I look through everything in your house. Um, you know, I load your dishwasher, like, before I leave. It's, it's a huge production, um, but it's really awesome it's just awesome i still have my mind on the chicken parm sliders right now <laughs> yeah they're tiny they're tiny they, it's right. not even a slider it's like a little fried chicken parm and then and i use like the fresh mozzarella cheese and i take my little blowtorch and i melt it and then i put basil on it so it's not you know it's 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 legit it's fun well if i ever come to boston i would fully expect a nice <laughs> big plate of, of these sliders for sure well, you know what? I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be testing so many recipes in the new space. I'm inviting so many people um, to come in, even if it's not a large party, and just, like, sit with me and have dinner and try different things. So um, anytime you're in Boston, you're more than welcome, for sure. All right. I appreciate it. Jen Royal, uh, great stuff. I love the story. I mean, from, from the TV screen to... Uh to the, the the kitchen table and it's, I know it's everyone loves it. Emmy winning sports reporter to slider queen. You, My goodness, <laughs> you got to write a book. That that, that's got to be the title, Jen. From uh, really? from, from an I mean, Emmy to a slider I queen. An Emmy covering the Yankees, and now I make sliders for a living. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't beat that. Uh, follow, follow Jen on Instagram. <laughs> what a downfall. Yeah, right. At Jen underscore Royal, and follow her on the gram if you want dog pictures uh at jen royal jen uh, dogs and food dogs, dogs and, food. and food it's everyone's favorite and beautiful woman you can't beat it jen no, royal i said boobs i said boobs. oh dogs and boobs uh dogs uh, and food and boobs yeah, I mean, there's food, booze, boobs, dogs. You get the, you get everything uh, on Instagram. Jen, it was great talking to you. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right, Jen, take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.